New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. New on CuriosityStream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Good afternoon and good evening, whatever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to hype up the huge $200 contest on DraftKings tonight, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm pretty good. Avery is giving Tyler the absolute death stare for not letting him do the countdown today. Ah, <sighs> Tyler... I mean, maybe that's going to be the thing that keeps you from uh, banking that 100K tonight. Could you imagine? Maybe that's maybe that's just putting some bad vibes out in the air. You can count us out, Avery. How about that at the end? You can count us out. <laughs> okay, we'll do, we'll do that then. We'll have Avery count us out towards the end. But as I did mention, uh, we, there is a monster uh, contest on DraftKings tonight. They usually have a couple of these every year. This one. It's two hundred dollars to enter. I think it's what fifty-eight or sixty max or something like that. Yeah, close and, to sixty and, max. Absolute circus. Yeah, and a hundred k to first place. It's one of the biggest NHL tournaments of the year. Uh, there are going to be a lot of people watching this that are in it. Uh, lots of our subscribers are going to be in it. We're going to take our time and talk about this slate. Just want to give a special shout out to Yahoo Fantasy. They are our sponsor for today's show, and they have been our sponsor. All season long, we have a very, uh, very nice giveaway from Yahoo Fantasy a little bit later in the show. So if you're new to DFS, if you don't want to quite plunk down uh, $1,200 worth of entries or whatever it is tonight in that $200, if you want to play for a little bit less, stay away from the Sharks. We do have a nice giveaway from Yahoo Fantasy a little bit later. Um, if you guys in the chat could, please uh, throw us a thumbs up and throw us a subscribe. Uh, really helps us look good for our bosses and we'll keep those subscriptions coming. Uh, the road to 420,000 subscriptions continues and click that bell to get alerts when we do go live. Um, we have some winners to talk about because we haven't had a show since Saturday morning. So we've had like, I don't know, five slates uh, since then to talk about. I'm sure I'm going to miss someone. Um, but Jake, our boss, Jake Harry, uh, took down the $15. Uh, I believe it was uh, on Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. Um Took down the $15. He had said he had been uh, going through a little bit of a tough stretch over the prior month, so it was nice to see him uh, come through. And I think last night, if I'm not mistaken, he took down the $33 single entry over on FanDuel. I think it was the $33. But, um, yeah, it was the $33 goal. He beat me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and then third in that. <laughs> yeah, and then Hofbrau, who banked his second Fantasy World Hockey Championship ticket last week, I he baked at least one slate on Saturday. I know he took down the afternoon slate or on Monday. Sorry, he took down the afternoon slate on Monday, yesterday afternoon for 5k. I think he said he I saw him say he took down last night's slate as well, but I didn't see a screenshot or anything like that. So I don't want to I don't want to shout that out. Uh, not grease the tires, <laughs> yeah, not knowing exactly what happened, but he took down at least the afternoon slate. Uh, Wolf Girl. Took down a dime time as well. And then I saw Chris Negus, uh, our boy Nego, took down uh, the afternoon one-timer over on DraftKings as well. So pretty good day for the Osmo crew yesterday uh, as a whole. And it was a good weekend overall. Uh, anything you want to touch on real quick? Because this is a very important slate that we got to talk about here tonight. Yeah, I mean, without fail, every time one of these sites runs a big GPP, the slate is an absolute circus. And this one just... There's no like McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon, anything like that. But it's just like there is just like huge home totals. And the teams that are coming in on the road, they're, they're just a mess. And it's just like 
these line like the line combination like this this slate is just absolutely just i have a headache like yeah, i, I just, gave me, it just gave me a headache yeah like i i finished my notes for the show about an hour ago and since then i've added like three players that are either game time decisions or might be returning tonight. Uh, and then you have all the back-to-backs, um, you know, you have Buffalo on a back-to-back, you have Los Angeles on a back-to-back, you have Montreal on a back-to-back. Um, we got word uh, about a COVID, a pretty big COVID protocol announcement from Vancouver uh, just before we came on the air as well. So there is a lot of news that we're going to have to pay attention to for the rest of the day, because um, there were so many uh, players, uh, teams that played yesterday that do play today, um, there aren't going to be those uh, morning skates or game day skates or what have you. Um, you know, maybe we'll get a coaches uh, a coaches meeting or something like that in about three or four hours time. But that's about the best we're going to get. Uh, we may not get firm line combinations. So there is going to be news to pay attention to. Uh, if you are a subscriber here at Osmo, please pay attention to the Discord. There is going to be some news leading up to lock. For sure. Um, but let's get to these games. We do have uh, some games to talk about. Um, once again, if you guys could just throw us a like and subscribe. Um, and if you have any questions about uh, some of the stuff that we have up on the site, we talk about free premium tools and data all the time. Our, our NHL top stacks are up on the site today. So if you hear us talk about top stack percentage or, or stack ownership share or leverage or anything like that, um, you can check out our NHL top stacks over at Osmo.com. They are free for today uh, for anybody to go and check out. And if you're playing NBA or PGA, we have some stuff to help you out there as well. We have NBA player rankings and we have PGA golfer rankings. So lots of stuff, free premium tools and data up on the site uh, for anybody playing NBA, PGA or NHL. And I imagine if you're watching the show, you're going to be interested in those top stacks. So let's talk about some of those top stacks by talking about this first game. We have the Carolina Hurricanes with a 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into Boston. The Boston Bruins have a 3.0 implied goal total. Uh, Carolina is going to be without uh, Martin Natchez. And that has moved Nino Niederreiter up to the second line for Carolina. And in his place, Steven Lorenz has moved up to the third line uh, with Jesper Fast and Jordan Stahl. Um, there hasn't been much of a sample, I mean, at all over the years with Trocek, Sveshnikov, and Niederreiter playing, playing together. It's just not something that they've done a lot of. So I don't know how that line is going to perform. I assume fairly well because Trocek and Sveshnikov have, have done well together. But it is a very tough matchup on the Boston side. And that's why you're seeing Carolina with a 2.6 total, despite the fact that they're, you know, one of the five or six best teams in hockey. Um, could be something to play up and down both line lineups if you like uh either of the lineups what do you like here josh i like boston one um it, it feels kind of weird like i don't like to stack boston one without Pasternak, but like, he's 8300 playing on the second line the thing is like carolina does take a bunch of penalties so if you want a power play stack that doesn't make sense but like the thing that really draws me to boston one is how high event that carolina top line is with jarvis there like they're 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 at like a forty five percent shot share in their sample together. It's a pretty small sample, but they're also giving up like fifteen high danger chances per sixty. And you know you, you're going to give Bergeron, and I know we make fun of Martian. You know he's he's a punk. He's got a big nose. Whatever. He's like a really good hockey player. So um, you give these guys those chances uh, with Leaky Freddie and that like you know Boston coming in around four or five percent possibly getting, you know, a three to five power plays. Like I really like Boston one. You want to add in Pasternak instead of Craig Smith that gets, that gets really pricey, but you can do it. There, there are some value lines on if you want. Um, like if you want to go to down to Boston two, I guess that's all right. But like, I, I just, you know, I'm not super thrilled about, you know, you know, you do get the two guys on power play one in Hall and Pasternak. I just, you know, Eric Halla, you know, it is what it is like they're coming in, you know, 16, five, and there, there are other lines from 16 to like 18 K that I'd much rather play than Boston too. So I think I'm going to stick to Boston one, maybe add in some posture knock. And on the Carolina side, you know, it's probably going to be Carolina too. you know, Niederreiter moving there instead of Natchez doesn't really worry me too much. I don't want to, you know, as much as I want to play Ajo, I don't want to go into the Bergeron matchup. I'm going to dip down to that second line. It's much cheaper anyway. Uh, they get the Hall, uh, Hall, Posternock matchup. Um, 
It's a little bit softer, but still, I'm like one to three. I don't think I'm going to have much Carolina in MME. Once you know, getting to 20 to 150, it's probably going to be Carolina too. Uh, Carolina, I'm having a real tough time with here because, like you said, going into that top line, that boss top line Boston matchup, that's just a meat grinder. And then Carolina, too, I would have some interest in, but again, like we just don't have a sample with Nino Niederreiter, and it, it kind of feels fishy just to slam in some Carolina, too, with a 2.6 total on the road, you know what I mean? And you know, I I see them with good leverage. That's basically the one thing that's drawing me here is there's going to be no ownership on Carolina, right? Like you might have, you might have one, 1% on either of the lines. Um, so, you know, if you're playing your 150 maxes or something like that, um, I would absolutely probably get um, either Carolina one or Carolina two. I think Carolina two would be in the better matchup because a Boston second line, for as good as they are offensively, they've been a roughly average, maybe a little bit better than average defensively, but like a little bit better than average is not considerably better than average, like the top line is. So I think that second line can kind of be had. So, you know, Sveshnikov, Trocek, two man or something like that, I think is just fine from the Carolina side. I agree with you. I think this is a Boston one game. It's, it's coming down to Carolina's penalty taking. Like they still are one of the most penalized teams in the NHL and I get that they probably have the best penalty kill in the NHL uh, by the same token. But, you know, if you're going to give Boston three or four or five power plays in this game, I like their chances of at least getting one here. So um, I do like that Boston top line here in this game. I'd like Carolina too as well. But I'm going to be honest. I think I'm 20 maxing tonight. And neither of these teams are, are near the top of my priority list. I think Carolina more than Boston uh, for me. On the blue line, um, I wrote up Charlie McAvoy in the power plays article this morning. Um, one reason being his price has come is very reasonable over on DraftKings. It's 5,400. And he's a guy that can kind of, you know, he can get you a shot bonus or he can get you a block bonus or he can get you a point bonus because the power play is really clicked or something. Right. So I think, you know, a 5,400 Charlie McAvoy is not a 6,300 Charlie McAvoy or something like that, right? Like, it seems like he could be fine as a one-off here. Um, Jacob Slavin back for Carolina on the other side. Not sure there's a lot that interests me for them. What do you like here for defenseman, Josh? I think it's it's really like McAvoy or a Carlo punt, maybe Mike Riley punt. And not too much on the on the Carolina side. Like Slavin, I guess, is okay. 4,300. I don't know if I'd go there. Like Shea, 4,200 is too expensive. Pesci, 3,900 doesn't really interest me. Tony D, I'd only play in a power play stack, but like don't really want a power play stack the Hurricane side in the slate. So I'm probably going to be out on the Hurricane defenseman. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's move it along then. Our next game is Buffalo going into Ottawa. The Buffalo Sabres have a 2.6 total. Ottawa has a 3.4 implied goal total. Um, Tage Thompson is not expected to be, well, not expected. He won't be in the lineup for Buffalo here today. Um, he was held up at the border for COVID test. Um, you're going to see a lot of that over the next few months. Um, that's just kind of the way it is in the NHL. Um, but he's not playing. And something we talked about when he was out on the actual COVID list was like, when he's out, they don't really have a center that can play his role, right? Like, you can try to stuff Dylan Cousins into a shutdown role, but I think there's a reason why they took him out of that role as the season wore on. Um, it's that he's not really ready for that. And I know Ottawa's not necessarily a team that has a great shot or expected goal share numbers on their own. But Buffalo without Tage Thompson looks like a severely weakened team. And then you throw in the fact that it's Michael Hauser starting and it's a back-to-back -back on the road. Um, it seems like there's a lot of reason why uh, – there are a lot of reasons why Ottawa is coming in amongst our most highest-owned lines, whether it's the top line or the second line. Seeing is believing. And you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung. More wow than ever. 
For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the auto lines suck. <laughs> the man raises a good point. I'm sorry, they do. They suck. Like, you want to play Kachuk Norse? It's fine. Third wheel tire Ennis. Good luck. Stutzla Batherson, Nick Paul, like, not too bad for Min Price. Like, that is okay. We'll forgive him. What did they? They massacred my boy. They put Formentin down on the fourth line. Anyway, we don't have enough time for me to go on a Formentin rant, but. Norris Kachuk together, they have an almost 900 minute sample. Like it's a massive, massive sample. They're underwater. The thing is, well, who, who are the Buffalo Sabres? You know what I mean? Like who's going to stop them? This game is a circus. Like what? <laughs> like this top line's coming in at 20%. They're shooting pretty much 20%. They got min price Tyler Ennis. They're facing like, like what do you do? Literally, I don't even know who Michael Hauser. I thought I thought it was Neil Patrick Harris. Like it was a Neil Patrick Harris joke. Like Doogie <laughs> Hauser. I didn't even know who Michael Hauser was until like three hours ago. I don't know what to do because they're coming in like 18-19 percent the top line, but the matchup's going to be elite. The goalie is Aaron Dell's backup, which means he's the thirty eighth string goalie. No Tage Thompson. Like. In an, if you took away ownership and you just tell me you, you want to play Ottawa one here tonight, so I'll say yeah. But like you factor in that Norris Kachuk aren't that great together. You factor in the ownership, and what do you do? Like if you have one lineup, it's just a miserable, miserable thing. If you're max entering, yeah, you're gonna have some Ottawa one. You're gonna have some Ottawa two. I think I prefer to have Ottawa two just because they're cheaper. Stutzel and Batherson still don't have great numbers together, but like at least Stutzel was a rookie last year or two years ago, right? Like Norris Kachuk had been together for 900 minutes. That's, that's a massive, massive sample. That's like crazy. So I think like it, the matchups don't really matter. Like both of these top six lines are in great matchups, but I think, you know, I'm going to dip, I'll dip down to Paul Stutzel at Bathurst. And just because you get two guys on power play one, just like the top line, you get less ownership. And you can you save a little bit of money to get other lines in. Like the matchup doesn't really matter from the Sabres. So if you want to play Ottawa one, that's perfectly fine for me. I think if I get to Ottawa in my one lineup, which I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. I haven't even tried building yet. It's going to be Ottawa two. And then on the Buffalo side, like like I I kind of want I was like coming into this gun yeah all the all the ownership's going to be on Ottawa I want to play Buffalo one but Tage Thompson is locked in the airport for two weeks now they don't have really good lines so maybe some Skinner Tuck but that's about it that's the problem is like I I went into this morning started writing my power plays article wanting to play Buffalo one here tonight because um because you have seen such bad numbers uh, on the Ottawa, on the Ottawa top line. Like we talk about bad numbers that, like you said, the reason they're doing so well is because they're, sh their shooting percentage is sky high. They're only controlling like 42 or 43% of the shots when they're on the ice. They're not a very good line. Um, this second line um, is actually really interesting to me. And I'm glad you brought them up because somebody brought up, Batherson and Tim Stutzler, they actually played a fair amount together last year because the, that Ottawa top line wasn't put together basically until the last five or six games of the season. So Stutzler and Batherson did play a fair amount together. And in their sample, they're controlling 56% of the scoring chances with, you know, 51, 52% of the shots. Like, that's good, especially on a team that's, you know, floating around 45, 46% most of the time. So I'm with you. I can definitely get behind. Ottawa two here tonight, like you said, it's just they're coming in very much over-owned because it is a great matchup. It is a cheap price. You know, Stutzla Batherson going to get, you know, uh, at least Batherson going to get those prime power play minutes. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just I agree with you on Ottawa too. I just think you're you're gonna you know if you're single entry or something like that, you're gonna have to find a way to get unique um, because they are very popular. So you know maybe you throw Thomas Shabbat in on the blue line or something like that. And in fact, let's talk about defensemen. Is that something that you might do here to get a little bit different? Is just full stack Ottawa two and then add Shabbat, or is that you know is that maybe getting you know trying to get too perfect uh, you know on a on a slate like this? I th- I think. What I would I if I'm gonna go Ottawa too, I'd probably leave Nick Paul off and add Chabot on just to go three man power play one there. But you know, Chabot's gonna be chalky as well. He's in a great spot. So it really comes down to how you build. If if you're worried about being duped, get a little bit different. If you're not really worried about it, you know, I mean like Ottawa two plus Chabot is fine. Ottawa one plus Chabot is fine, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to have Chabot, but I think adding them in will lower the the cumulative ownership on your senators yeah exactly i agree all right let's move it along get access to all the great osmo plus tools and content for nearly every dfs sport out there with an osmo plus weekly pass for 29.95 this includes full access to all the premium content and tools on osmo.com including player projections ownership projections our top stacks our lineup builder our discord and a whole lot more and of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. Um, all right, we got to move this along. Let's get to this next game. Winnipeg, 2.8 implied goal total. They're going into Washington. The Caps have a 3.3 implied goal total. We have some Washington news to pass along. I mean, John Carlson still on the COVID list. So Justin Schultz expected to run the top power play unit. Uh, TJ Oshie. I don't know what's going on with him. Like this is, this seems like the rope hints from last year, right? Where Oshie plays two games, comes out for one, plays a game, comes out for three, you know, plays four games, comes out for two weeks. Like I have no idea what's going on with that guy. It's probably one of those core muscle things. You know what I mean? It's like a pain tolerance thing that needs surgery. Yeah, that's probably – you know what? Like, I wish guys – like, this team's making the playoffs. Like, just get it done and be ready yeah. for the playoffs. You know what I mean? Anyways, yeah. he, he's, he's the one that's got to play through it. What So what they're doing is they're moving Garnet Hathaway to the top line with Alex Ovechkin and Evgeny Kuznetsov and then Alexei Protas to the second line with Nicholas Backstrom. Uh, Cole Perfidi staying uh, with Dubois and Connor on the Winnipeg side. Um I mean, I think one guy that seems like a – I don't want to say a lock because no player is ever a lock in NHL, uh, but Justin Schultz 3K on the power play seems like a guy that uh, probably is going to find his way into a lot of lineups. But uh, what do you like for forwards here, Josh? Like, again, like I don't even like stacking Washington 5-on-5 five five when their lines are, are right. But, like, Garnett Hathaway on the top line, that second line makes no sense to me. The third line, at least, is nice. You know, it could be a decent filler. Like, I mean, Ovechkin but- Kuzn- I, I agree with you, but like Jake's, you know, Jake made fun of me in our chat this morning. They might combine for 16 yeah, minutes here tonight. It's, that, that is a real problem. Yeah. yeah. So like Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, they have a massive sample again together, but it's not that great. Like 51% shot share, 2.6 expected goals for. You're adding Garnett Hathaway. Those numbers have to go down, not up. Like, you know what I mean? Like Backstrom, Wilson, they have a fairly sizable sample together. 50% shot share to expect the goals for like this team is just not good. Five on five. Now on the flip side, what do we always talk about with the Winnipeg Jets? Their penalty kills trash. It's gotten a little bit better this year, but it's still middle of the road. And if you take four or five penalty, like three, four or five penalties against the Capitals, they're going to score. You see all these pictures every game Ovechkin power play goal. And he's wide open by himself sitting at the dot. Like it happens all the time. So if you're going to do anything, I think with the Caps, it's a power play stack. Like you can do Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Wilson, Schultz. Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Schultz, even just three man. Or you want a full power play stack? I think that's fine. But like five on five, there's nothing I'm going to full stack on the Capitals. It's just like these lines are just almost as bad as the Senators. So I'm going to power play stack the Caps here. And then on the on the Winnipeg side, I like both of these top six lines here. Um, I think just from an ownership perspective, I'm going to go down to that second line. Like Ovechkin and Kuznetsov, they've been pretty good defensively this season uh, compared to how they were a few seasons ago. They were just getting run over. Like they've been pretty good. So 
I, if it, it's a personal preference, you guys, if you like Cop Shifley Ehlers, go for it. I think Ehlers is going to get bumped down to the second power play unit with, you know, Perfetti, Lowry, and a couple defensemen. I think the top unit is going to be Cop Shifley, Dubois, and Connor, if I had a guess. So, like, yeah, the power play correlation isn't great there, but that line is pretty good five on five. Like, Connor and Dubois have been very good this season. Cole Perfetti, we had, you know, a PowerPoint presentation on him when he made his debut. So I, I think, you know, he's still min price. So I think I'm going to go to Winnipeg too here, just because the ownership is less than Shifley. Um, but if you want to play Winnipeg one, that's perfectly fine. I'm fine with both Winnipeg top six lines. The thing that's really keeping me away from Winnipeg here is Washington doesn't take a ton of penalties, right? Yeah. And their penalty kill is pretty good. Like, it's that combination that's really, really keeping me away from Winnipeg because I do like Cole Perfidi playing uh, with Dubois and Connor. Like you said, our power play presentation was very convincing last week as to why we should be playing Cole Perfidi. <laughs> and he is a good player. But like I said, I don't think this is a very good special teams matchup for Winnipeg. And I think that's where they do a lot of damage. Um, it's like Washington. you They really want a, a good special teams matchup. So... I'm not super stoked on Winnipeg here. Um, you know, I'm not going to say no if anybody wants to play them, but it's not like they're coming in low owned either. Top line at 12% and the second line at 7%. Like, that's not low for eight games on the road. You know what I mean? In, in a game where they're underdogs, uh, not to mention. So I kind of like uh, the Washington side of things here. I want to mention the Washington power play because you did bring up how the Winnipeg penalty kill is kind of like middle of the road. I think Nicholas Backstrom being back is pretty important for that power play. If you look at their numbers over the last two years, um, the Washington power play scores about three fewer goals per 60 minutes when Ovechkin's on the ice with anybody other than Nicholas Backstrom. Like three goals per 60 minutes is a lot. Like that that's basically the difference between an elite power play and a middle of the road power play. And I think Backstrom being back could help. So I think, some sort of, you know, Backstrom, Ovechkin, Schultz or something like that can definitely work out here. Um, I like the Washington power play spot. Um, I think Schultz and Ovechkin in particular do make a lot of sense. Uh, again, not a whole lot for me from the Winnipeg side. Again, it's just the fact that it's not a great special teams matchup. And, you know, do I go after, uh, you know, the second line with Perfidi or the top line with Andrew Kopp? Like, it just, it just doesn't it just doesn't feel like something like I want to attack, especially when I looked at that ownership. So for me, it's about the Washington power play. And like, dis despite like these lines, like Washington's a very good defensive team and they play at a slow pace. Yeah. And, and Washington has been a good defensive team all year with yeah. all the injuries. So, you know, I'm not too worried about them missing TJ Oshie or something like that. Um, on the blue line, obviously we mentioned Justin Schultz. Um, I think in net Connor Hellebuck obviously makes a lot of sense at his price as well. He's priced down. Um, on DraftKings, uh, relatively cheap, 7,300. Um, anybody on the blue line or in net year? Justin Schultz is really about it. Like, I guess Josh Morrissey no. at 3,600 no. is okay. No. But th that's about it. And I agree with you with Hellebuck no. at 7,300. That's a very interesting price. I do worry a little bit about shot volume five on five for the Caps, though. Yeah, me too. I'm just thinking, like, yeah. you know, he's he's – Best goalie on the slate is or one of the best goalies on the slate yeah. is 7,300. That's kind of my only thought process there. All right, let's move it along. New York Islanders 3.0 implied goal total going into Philly. The Flyers have a 2.4 implied goal total. Uh, this is a replay of a game yesterday. Both these teams are on a back to back. Um, the Islanders won yesterday 4 1 in New York. Uh, today they are in Philly. Uh, it's going to be Carter Hart against Semyon Varlamov, I believe, because I think yesterday it was Sorokin against Jones. Um, we, I talked about Claude Giroux in my Power Plays article. That Philly one line is priced down super cheap, but obviously that entire Philly team is just on a huge skid right now. Um, but it is it is a back-to-back, -back, so it's kind of tough to pin down what might happen here. What do you think is going to happen, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> is there a worse team to try to predict than the Islanders? Like, no, no, there's not. It's oh. frustrating. 
Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Barzell Lee yesterday was getting like Jerry Mayhew, who's like, I don't even know who that is. Like, that's the Tom Cruise character in that football movie. And like, they 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 had one shot on goal yesterday. That line, one, <laughs> one. <laughs> and that's and just like gets a bad yeah. flyer, Steve. And it was just it was like a, a weak little limp wrister from the point. Anyway, okay. I I like going back to Islanders second line here because the Drew Atkinson line is probably going to get the Barzell Lee line, and then that, that just frees up just really good matchups for that second line on the Islanders: Bavillier, Nelson, Bailey. They're coming in at 1%, 2%. They're super cheap. They're fully correlated on the power play. Um, you know, Carter Hart's in that, obviously, the better goalie for the Flyers, but, like, the Flyers have just been dreadful defensively. It's They're just a mess. Um, you know, three total on the road. They are back-to-back, but, like, going from New York to Philly <laughs> really isn't, you know, and that game was just dreadful, so, like, everyone's probably, you know, well-rested. <laughs> Nothing really happened. So, I mean, like, I don't mind going back to the Islander second line tonight, especially at that ownership. And I see, you know, 2.4 total at home and 15% on the, the Flyers' top line. Just like, okay, yeah, their prices are really good, but and they're correlated, but, like, are they going to do anything? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think, that, like, at that ownership, at that price, it's definitely an option in MME. One to three, like, I just can't get there. You know, 2.4 total at home, back-to-back. Uh, back. I just, you know, I need to see something out of the Flyers before I just start jamming in lineups again. They've just been dreadful for so long now. So, you want to play Flyers one, that's fine. I'm not going to get there in one to three. If I was building 20 to 150, I'd definitely have some. But, you know, Islanders two, Flyers one. But that's, you know, really bad at maybe – Maybe some Van Rienstijk one-offs at 2,800 PowerPoint one, but, you know, I'm just grasping at straws here. Yeah, like, I, I want to play that that Philly top line, 12,700, but they're coming in. We're going to talk about um, Vancouver in the very next game. They're coming into the same ownership, and, you know, top line from Vancouver is a little bit more expensive, but virtually the same, or the same top two and much less ownership than that Vancouver line. Um, there's another line in this game, the Islanders line, second line on the other side, uh, relatively same price, like a fraction of the ownership. <laughs> and like, I get why, why you would attack the Islanders here. Um, they're not very good. Uh, you know, the penalty kill, we talk about the Islanders penalty kill uh, a lot over the last, you know, year or so. Um, it has improved since earlier in the season, but it's not like they're elite or anything. And all right, I'm going to, I'm going to back up for a sec. I'm going to say that I really do like flyers one here tonight, but I think there's enough reason to just outright fade them. Like, like you said, this team is bad and they have been for a while now. And the top line at their best is like 50 or 51% shot share. And you're going to tell me that 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 a break-even top line, I don't care what their price is, is coming in at double double their ownership that they should be. Like, I think that's a pretty easy fade. Obviously, if you're playing 150 lineups or whatever, you don't outright fade anything. Um, but, you know, if you're in one to three, I think it's pretty easy to say no to Flyers one year tonight. It's really the Islander side that I like. But again, we're looking at bad lines. Like, I talk about that Islander second line coming in at much lower ownership. They've also been... Bad, four- yeah. They've been 43% shot share over the last seven weeks. Like, what are we even talking about here? So, 
like I think if you're playing if you're playing anything out of this game tonight, you just kind of have to accept you're gonna play a bad line and just go with it. So honestly, I'm just gonna pick uh, the Islanders second line as my bad line to play out of this game. Um, they're coming in, like I said, same relatively same price as Philly one and a fraction of the ownership. So Islanders two for me in this game. On the blue line, honestly, there's just no, God, there's just not much here. Um, I like Ivan Provorov at 4,500, I guess is fine. I guess it's fine. Like even 4,500 doesn't really speak to me about anything. Cam York 2,700 running the top power play for Philly, I guess. Anything else? Yeah, like Cam York normally would have interest, but like I'd rather just play Justin Schultz at 3K. Exactly. So, so like Sanheim, maybe if you want to punt, but like then the owner side, it's just, you know, you're either paying up for Dobson or you're hoping to get lucky with one of these punt demons. So I'll probably just look elsewhere. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's look elsewhere. Um, we I mentioned Yahoo Fantasy a little bit earlier <clears> in the show, and we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you paid in after you play in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com, and we'll get you set up. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including the $2,000 NHL baller tonight and the NFL $250,000 Saturday baller coming up this weekend, featuring no management fee. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. And I know people have been asking for Yahoo projections and all that. Um, Jake added them last week. So um, if you... If you do want to give a uh, Yahoo a shot, we we now have projections for them. Yeah, Alex had uh, Jake, you know, trapped in the Osmo basement until he got that done and pumped it out. And now they're up. He uh, can watch The Bachelor now in fresh air. Yeah, exactly. He gets <laughs> outside for a little bit. I don't know. Um, all right, let's get to this next game. Vancouver, 2.5 implied goal total. They're going into Nashville. The Nashville Predators have a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, Nashville... Played last night, Philip Forsberg returned, um, or yesterday afternoon, I guess. Philip Forsberg returned onto the top line with Matt Duchesne and Michael Grandlin. Um, on the Vancouver side, Bo Horvat was announced in the COVID protocols. Um, so he's out tonight. Vasily Podkolzin expected to take his spot on the second line. Um, I kind of had interest in Vancouver in that line, a little bit of interest, but that's completely gone now that Horvat's out. Um, I still think there's some stuff to play on the Vancouver side, but what do you like in this game, Josh? Yeah, Horvat being out, that's kind of like a ripple effect here. Like, I, I guess you could still like Patterson, Hoglander, Pod Colson, but like Pod Colson sucks to everyone outside of the Vancouver media. <laughs> I mean, I want to say like Pug Colson, like I think he could be kind of like a Connor Garland type, like a, a a shooter type. But the thing is, is all he is right now is a shooter. A shooter. Yeah. That's it. And he's not even a great shooter. So like the thing is, like I, I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. The Nick Cousins, Ryan Johansson, Luke Cunning line has been good. <laughs> yes, they have. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. Like, okay, you can go back to Nashville 1 here. I think that's perfectly fine. They're po positively leveraged here. They're going to get the JT Miller-Besser-Pearson line. Like, that Miller-Besser-Pearson line has been pretty good offensively and defensively, probably league average defensively. But, like, Nashville 1's an elite line. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to – I'll die on that hill. When it's Forsberg, Granlin, Duchesne, like, Forsberg, 6,500 seems underpriced for him. You know, Duchesne's a little overpriced, 6,900 is fine. But, like – at that price, it, the price isn't prohibitive. Like, Vancouver's a bad team. Their penalty kill's bad. They're fully correlated. You know, the X factor is Demko, but he's been getting lit up recently. This is, like, the Vancouver Canucks are on a – I think this is the last game of a road trip. I'm not 100% sure if they have another stop on the way home. But I do really like Nashville 1. Surprise, surprise. Um, but I, on the flip side, I also like 
Nashville one here, or excuse me, Vancouver one, like they're coming in around the same ownership though, which makes me like Nashville one more. Like if you're going to get the top lines going against each other, I'm going to go to the better line and the home team. So I, I'll probably defer to Nashville one there, but like, I, I don't mind getting to some Miller, Besser, Pearson. They're, it's been their only line above water for a team that's been bad. So I think you can get there in MME, but Nashville one for me, if you want to play that second line, like Horvath being out is bad. You know what I mean? Like it forces players out of position. Ryan Johansson's having like a renaissance season. Cousins and Cunning have been pretty good. Like that, that line has been pretty, pretty good on both ends of the ice. So like, honestly, as a filler at 2%, like, no issue there. So for me, you know, Nashville top six and maybe some uh, Vancouver one. Yeah, it's I'm going to start on the Vancouver side of things here because that is really what drew my attention. It wasn't the Horvat line either, either. It was Besser and Miller. I wrote up Brock Besser for my power plays article today, and this is what's in the article. Um, Tanner Pearson was added to his line and it's made a remarkable difference over the last six weeks, 58% shot share with him and 49% without him. It's translating to more scoring chances and more actual goals scored as well. So that was a big, that's been a big problem with Vancouver. It hasn't been necessarily generating chances. It's been actually finishing them. And that line is starting to finish them. They're at least above average uh, scoring-wise, which is not something you've been able to say about a lot of Vancouver lines at even strength this year. And to get to your point about the Nashville penalty kill, um, you know, in the top five, or I guess bottom five, depending how you look at it, for most uh, time shorthanded over the last six weeks, bottom 10 uh, on the penalty kill. But yeah, by shot attempts and expected goals against, and it's Riddick in net. And that's one thing I want to mention here is that going from Soros to Riddick is like going from Vasilevsky to Brian Elliott. Like it really is a big, big downgrade. And I don't want, you know, I don't want to put all my eggs in the goalie basket, but it is a pretty big, like I think Soros is one of the five or six best goalies in hockey. And if you replace them with anybody that's not one of those five or six goalies, it's a big downgrade. So I do like that Vancouver Besser and Miller line. Uh, you know, you want to power play stack them and throw in some Quinn Hughes because Nashville does take so many penalties and they don't, won't have Saros in net. I think that's just fine as well. I agree with you on the Nashville top line. You know, they are one of the elite lines in the NHL. I agree with you. We're getting good leverage on them. Um, you know, one of the better leverage spots by our top stacks tool. So I agree with you on that Nashville top line. So Nashville top line plus the Besser and Miller line for me on the Vancouver side. On the blue line, um, you know, I mentioned Quinn Hughes. Uh, if you want to, you know, power play stack, I don't really know if there's anybody else from the Vancouver side on the Nashville side. I mean, with Fabro and Eckholm out, Yossi's going to play a ton of minutes, presumably, right? So I think 8,200 Yossi as a one-off is just fine. Anybody else? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, that's about it. I'll echo your sentiments there. All right. And maybe some Alex Carrier. He might get some secondary power play minutes. Yeah. All right, let's get to this next game. Montreal, 2.1 implied goal total going into Dallas. The Dallas Stars have a 3.4 implied goal total. Uh, Jason Robertson was skating this morning for Dallas, but they said he's not going to be playing tonight. So Jason Robertson not on the Dallas top line tonight. It's going to be Jacob Peterson instead. Um, 
Peterson actually played up in the, up the lineup uh, a little bit earlier in, in the season when Jason Robertson was injured. Um, so, you know, there is, yeah. yeah, there is a sample there uh, on the Montreal side. I don't think there's really a lot that we have to talk about here. Um, they changed, uh, they changed their lines up a little bit towards the end of the game yesterday against Arizona. But again, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we're not going to have a game day skate or anything from them. I'm not sure it would, even really matter that much um i will say i think there's something on the montreal side that might intrigue me but i'll let you talk about this game first yeah why is josh anderson a center <laughs> DraftKings? that dude has i don't think he's ever played center in the nhl anyway i don't think he has yeah so well like okay so there's a small sample on, on peterson on the top line it's like 30 minutes but <laughs> they expect the goals is almost five and it's Montreal, and they're bad. Um, I, I wish Peterson was on the top power play because that would just be, like, awesome. He actually might end up being there because there was, like, what, the, what did the coach say? He said if Dennis Gurionov is having breathing issues, Joel Kiviranta will move up to the second that's, line. That's something I, I should have mentioned, too. Uh, Dennis Gurianov coming off the COVID list, and apparently he's having breathing problems. So the coach said he may not be able to go here tonight. So um, that's another questionable question mark. Go ahead. Yeah, because De- uh, Dennis G um, would probably be on power play one. But if he can't go, I would imagine Jacob Peterson sees that time. So, like, that top line for Dallas coming in around 7% against Montreal is – it's pretty spicy. Like, I don't think people really know who Peterson is. Like, kind of like last year when no one really knew who Robertson was until that big GPP with 100K to first and Robertson had four assists. And then he showed up on the map for everybody. Um, but if, if you're going to tell me I can get Dallas one at a discount because Robertson's probably would have been 7K. Peterson's min price. He's not some, like, third wheel like Tyler Ennis. Sorry, Mr. Ennis. But, <laughs> yeah. So, like... You get the discount there. They're 14, 16, nine to full stack coming in at 7% against one of the worst teams in the NHL. I, I think there's a case just to play them there. That's really bad on the Dallas side. Like, I don't want to play, you know, Ben Sagan either with Gurionov or Kiviranta. Like, I wish Arturi Lekkinen was on the line that was going to see them because their defensive numbers are absolute trash. So, um, I would imagine, you know, because now Cole Caulfield's on the COVID list too. So like, I don't even know who's going to get the Ben Gurionov matchup, but that's or the Ben Sagan matchup. That's the, that's where I'd have interest on Montreal. I just, I'm not a hundred percent sure who gets that matchup. If you want to go to the uh, Montreal top line, they're coming in at almost no ownership. They're fully correlated. Like Jake Ottinger isn't very good. Um, Dallas doesn't strike me as like an elite team. You, and if they play bad, like it's just brutal hockey, but like Montreal one coming in under 1% fully correlated. I think you can take some stabs even in 20 max. That's why that's the line I wanted to bring up was Montreal one. Uh, we have them at a 2.4% top stack coming in at under 0.5% ownership. Like this line's going to come in under 1% here tonight. And Suzuki and Hoffman have been good in their sample together. I mean, good, relatively speaking, you know, this is a Montreal team, like good on Montreal is like a 51 or 52% line. And that's what they've been. Um, So I think Hoffman, Suzuki, Anderson, I agree with you. Absolutely. In 150, I think you're going to want to get, you know, maybe two or 3% of them. They're going to be in in consideration for me in my 20 max. Like I won't have a ton. I'm not going to come out with 30% Montreal one year. But I might have them in one or two lineups. Absolutely. They're at the very minimum going to be in consideration for me. They do have decent numbers. Um, you know, Josh Anderson as a center, that's just, you know, it's kind of tough to stack on DraftKings, but it is what it is. Hilarious. On the Dallas side, you know, they are good with Peterson, but that line, that Dallas top line really needs Jason Robertson, I think. Um if you look at their numbers without him over the last two over the last two seasons, just you know, generally speaking, forty one percent of the scoring chances. Now those numbers come up with Peterson. It's actually closer, like 47 percent, but it's still not great. And like, I get that the ownership here is a little bit in check. I wonder if it doesn't come up um, with more runs through the day. So 
I'll say right now I do have interest in both top lines, just not a significant amount of interest. They're they're definitely going to be in consideration for as filler stacks for my one or for my twenty max. Um, I just don't know, you know, if they're going to either is necessarily going to be something like uh, a core piece um, on the blue line. These defense prices are really getting out of control for Dallas. Like John Klingberg, 6,300 for 20 minutes a night feels like a lot. Miro Haskin in 6,900, I guess is passable if you're one-offing him. What do you think? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, it's just overpriced for me. I, you know, Suter at 5K is crazy. There's nothing really on the Montreal side that I want to play. Like, Maybe Essel or maybe Essel and Dow 4,800. Um, I don't know. Like, there aren't many games I like defensemen, and this isn't one of them for sure. Yeah, uh, not a lot of defensemen for me either. Uh, we do have an Osmo Hall of Fame here at the at Osmo.com where, where we do celebrate all of or most of our winners. And if you'd like to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you can do it you download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com. Slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants, and then you tweet the wins to the Osmo HOF account. That's Osmo HOF on Twitter. And if you do all that, you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. You'll see uh, some of the winners uh, pop up on your screen. Uh, Kyle Whipple, Whipple uh, split uh, first in DK Showdown on Saturday night. You'll see Kate Kellen Bader. Uh, taking down the quarter juice bo- jukebox in the NBA, NBA for $100. Um, that'll get you into the Osmo Hall of Fame. You see Sean Jeezy take down second in the 444 as well. All those things can get you into the Osmo Hall of Fame. Just make sure you have at least 5,000 contestants and you place in the top three with the Osmo avatar. Send those screenshots in. All right. We have a couple games left to get to. Um, just want to make sure everybody in chat has given given us a thumbs up and click that subscription button to help us look good for our bosses. Make sure you click the notification bell uh, to get alerts whenever we do go live on the air. All right, let's get to this next game. Uh, we have Florida going into Calgary, Florida with a three and a half implied gold total Calgary with a 3.0 implied goal total. I think there's eight goals between these two. There's like eight goals and 90 shots or something between these two teams when they faced off a couple weeks ago. Um, a high total on both sides here, Josh. What do you think? Yeah, and Calgary at home, they send out the top line against bottom six. So, like, this ownership is very in check for me. Like, <laughs> It worries me that I just am missing something here because they should be one of the more higher owned lines of the night. Like this game is going to be crazy. Like, the, game, the game in Florida was crazy, but like also the scorekeeper was on like amphetamines or something, just giving everyone block shots. He's like Oprah, just throwing block shots all over the place. So like, I, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't expect a 12 shot on goal, six block shot game from Blake Coleman again, but like, realistically like he's going to participate in the in the festivities at 3300 like Mangiapane Backlund Coleman so cheap so good <laughs> like that line has been ridiculous and yeah they're going to get the Barkov matchup but like so like I, I dropped that in chat earlier today and you're just like and <laughs> like they're they're Corsi numbers are like 66%. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, for that price, I think you can definitely definitely have some Calgary 2 here. But my favorite line in the night on the Calgary side is Calgary 1. Coming in 8% going against bottom six matchups of the Flyers. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. But they're fully correlated. They have great numbers together. They have a long sample together. Like, Anton Lundell, Frankie Vitrano, whoever is with them, you know, in theory is a pretty decent line. But, like, it's not Barkov. It's not Sam Bennett, Huberdo. You know what I mean? Like that Lindholm, Kachuk, Gaudreau line should do what they want with the, the Flyers or the Florida Panthers bottom six. So I really like Calgary one. I like Calgary two. And then on the, on the, why do I keep saying Flyers? On the Panthers side, they have an even higher total. Like they have a 3.5 on the road and they're coming in. They're like the highest on line right now is like three and a half percent. So 
you know, I probably go to Florida two here. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But like, they're going to avoid that back one line. They're going to get Monahan, who isn't that great. So I, I do really like Florida two here. Bennett's price has come down to 5,700. He was in the sevens for a while there. Huberto is still really expensive, but like 7,100 is fine for him. Declare has been a scoring machine on that line. They're coming in at 3%. So Florida two, Calgary one, Calgary two. If you want to play Florida one, that's fine. But they're probably my fourth favorite line in this game. Yeah, I, Florida two is like I hate how we keep saying play Florida two, play Florida two, uh, but Florida two definitely uh, in play for me again here. Their numbers have been really, really good together: sixty nine shot attempts and forty nine scoring chances per sixty minutes, controlling about fifty nine percent of the scoring chances in their minutes. And if they do get that um, Calgary third line as a matchup, like Lucic, Monahan, Dubé like probably a 50% line, give or take, which actually isn't bad for a third line. Um, Just not good enough to deal with that Florida two. So I do like Florida two once again here tonight. Um, I think this is a Calgary one game for me though. Uh, We have them um, as one of the better leverage lines on the entire slate. If you look at our top stacks, um, actually the best leverage line on the entire slate. Um, you know, they're a little over 20K. They're not super prohibitive. They're not that 24, 25K range, like Colorado 1 or something like that. So I do like Colorado, Calgary 1 a lot in this game. Florida 2. On the blue line, Mackenzie Wegar sticks out to me. A little bit of a price drop uh, from Aaron Ekblad, but I think it might be Wegar or Shillington. What about, what do you think? Yeah, I agree on Wegar. I agree on Shillington. You know, that price is good. Like, I'd rather play him over Rasmus Anderson. Like, Rasmus Anderson just doesn't shoot. Shillington has the, the perif, so yeah, I agree there. Forsling, I think, is fine at 3,600. Good ass. Our boy is fine. Even Tanev at min price is a decent punt. So, like, surprisingly, there are a couple punt defensemen that I like in this game. Yep. Um, there are some defensemen. and A high pace, high, uh, high total game is probably a good spot to grab your defenseman anyway. Uh, one game left to get to before we get to it. Uh, we do have some shows coming up over, over the rest of the day uh, to help you guys out with some NBA. We have the No House Advantage NBA Strategy Show coming up in about 30 minutes with Aton and Terry. And then your NBA Double Dose starts at 5 Eastern with Lafay and Adam, followed by Eric and Greg doing the live before lock. Uh, Tampa Bay, 3.3 implied goal total going into Los Angeles. The Kings have a 2.3 implied goal total. I'm going to tell you, as, as long as they keep having that Samuel Fagamo guy on the top line, I have absolutely no interest in Kings 1. And in fact, as long as they're going to go into Tampa 1, uh, which um, they are probably going to do here tonight, um, I like Tampa 1 here, almost regardless of who they put on that Kings top line. So uh, Kucherov, Point, Perry for me. Um, who do you like out of this game? Yeah, I think... Our boy Sammy F is a placeholder for Andres Anthonisiu. Um, I think I saw him practice today. Okay. Well, I mean, Anthonisiu, it's the same thing. He's just yeah, not it's the same thing. Yeah, he's he's probably worse. Like he might be the worst defensive forward in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> so like, ah, it's probably worse. But the point stands. Um, yeah, Tampa won for me. Their ownership's fine. Like, Corey Perry, whatever. Like, he's actually been pretty decent this year, despite being 312 years old. So, like, at, you know, you can throw him in at 2,900. I think it's fine. Um, like, Sorelli, Kalor, and Stamkos line has not been great, which kind of gives me interest in Kings, too. They're just so cheap, the Kings tonight. So, like, that second line is – I do have some interest in Dino more Arvidsson. Like, their numbers are ridiculous. They're, they're getting the better matchup on Tampa. It's still Vasilevsky, so it does worry me a little bit. But, like, they're just generating so much that I think, you know, in MME you can take some stabs. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get to them in one to three. I haven't, you know, really decided yet. But if anything on the Kings, it'll be Kings two, Tampa one. Or even, you know, you want to leave off Periad and Kalorn or leave off Periad and Stamkos, I think that's fine. Yeah, for me, it's probably going to be Tampa one out of this game. Uh, the Kings, you know, their penalty kill is uh, good, but they are taking a lot of penalties. So I will rely on a great Tampa power play. All right. We got to get out of here, Josh. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick for tonight. Um, 
I'm going to go a little spicy. I'm going to go Anthony Duclair. And my goalies are going to be uh, Thatcher Demko, Connor Hellebuck, Frederick Anderson. Who you got? Yeah, I like Demko. I like Hellebuck. Um, yeah, their goalie is just a mess. Um, and my hat trick pick is going to be Matthew Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk. All right. I like that. Um, we do have to get out of here uh, for Josh and for his uh, little buddy beside him for our producer, Tyler Zander. Uh, Bye. Just want to say good luck tonight, everybody. And we'll see you again on Thursday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 